Welcome Builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Well, hello, builders. I would like to welcome you to this episode of the Build Your Success Podcast. You know, this is a podcast where we build you so you can build others. We hope you're working on building a company, building relationships, building teams, whatever you're working on in general. We want to help you that through tips, through speakers, and through some training. You know what? Today is our first episode after Thanksgiving, and I want to thank you for listening to this episode, number number one, listening to this podcast over and over again. You know, we're past the 75 episodes and we are so appreciative and thankful for every listener, every time you've listened, including this time. And today I want to talk to you about a principle called reflection. You know, I think it's important that we reflect upon life. We were reflect upon our goals. We reflect upon how we work with each other. And so I really want to take a deep dive into reflection today. And you know what? Reflection is a thought or an idea or an opinion formed. It's a remark made as a result of meditation. So when you sit down and take time to think, and we're going to talk about scheduling time to think as we go on with this lesson. Reflection is also a consideration of some subject matter an idea or a purpose, you know, that's the definition of reflection. But we want to take a deeper dive into reflection, and we want to talk about how reflection can actually help you create a better tomorrow. You know, let me share a quote with you from Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill said, you may see at the same time both your best friend and your worst enemy by simply stepping in front of the mirror. So you know a mirror cast reflection and that man or woman looking back at you in that mirror, they can be your best friend and your worst enemy at the same time. You know, sometimes we're our own worst critic and sometimes we're our own best cheerleader. We got the best ideas and the best motivators and we need to understand that and use that as a powerful tool as we reflect on what's right to do, what's wrong to do, how we can help each other. Let me tell you about the purpose of reflection. So the purpose of reflection is to spend intentional time to reflect on how things are going. What are you doing well that you can make a positive impact on and how you can help others grow? And and what are you doing that's for the betterment of yourself and betterment of others? Where can you improve? What things have you done that weren't necessarily right, that needs some improvement, that needs some growth. You need growth in that area. What are some blind spots that you need to recognize where you need help? Maybe help from yourself, maybe help from training, or help from others, but just recognizing those blind spots and how you can do that. You know, in project management, we use a tool called Lessons Learned. And we use Lessons Learned to record knowledge gained during a project. You can only retain knowledge if you're intentional about reflecting upon the knowledge and making adjustments for continuous improvement. So as an example, you know, in construction, we may have a schedule conflict where two trades are on top of each other. And when we sit down and we do a lessons learned, we realize, you know what, had we planned and had we created a better plan, 
this would not have happened. So going forward, we're always going to put this individual after this individual or this trade after this trade. And that's going to make our project more successful because things aren't scheduled on top of each other. So that's an example of a lessons learned that is a negative. But, you know, we're also going to take and, and, and transcribe those lessons learned that are positives. So if we were successful in an area and things came together perfect, we're going to say, you know what, we did that well. We're going to record that and we're going to do that again. So what are you doing well and what can you improve? Those are great items to reflect upon. The key to doing something right may lie in the feedback you get from doing it wrong. That's a quote from Ann Wang. I feel like that's worth repeating. The key to doing something right may lie in the feedback you get from doing it wrong. So that we're always in trial and error. Things we do in life have these trials and errors and, and what we can do and learn from but we can't just always be in a state of mind when we're thinking and planning. We have to get in an executing state of mind. We have to get in a, a situation where we can try something and do it and learn from it. Speaking of feedback, I was introduced to a new concept this year called feed forward. And this is what I would like to encourage you to do after you spend time in reflection, provide yourself and provide your team with feed forward for the coming year. And what that means is instead of feedback, we're actually going to plan and we're going to think through the positives and we're going to think through how to do a better job and do it. You know, don't wait until something's done to have a conversation, have that conversation on the front end and do some feed forward, maybe some planning sessions, maybe some ideas that'll come forth from this feed forward opportunity. You want to go from being a reactor to being a creator. That takes one simple moving of a letter. It's the same letters, but move that letter C and you go from being a reactor, put the C in the front and you become a creator. And how much better would it be in life if we created our life, create the life that we were designed for, as opposed to reacting to what life hands us? You know, I know there's going to be some unknowns in life. I'm not saying that we can eliminate all of them, but I'm saying we can have less of them through creating our destiny and through thinking through things and having a plan instead of just letting life haphazardly happen to us and then just playing the cards as you may. How about dealing yourself some better cards? Now I'm going to talk to you about the how-to of reflection. What to reflect upon. You know, there's, there's these four uh, Fs that I came up with, and this isn't the grade F, but this is faith. So if you're a person of faith, what do you believe in and why do you believe in what you believe in? Make sure your convictions are strong and that you believe in what you believe in. If you're a person of faith, pray about your time of reflection. Spend a time in prayer and ask for counsel to, to understand what you're reflecting upon. Family. You know, family is one of those things we can reflect upon that is one of the most precious gifts that we have been given. My family is important to me. I know yours is important to you. How are we maintaining and improving upon our relationships, these family relationships? What are we doing to improve upon them? Who have we gained in our families? Did you have a new child this year? Did you have new children? Maybe it's the case like me. I have twins. We got two one year at the same time. Did you get any new in-laws? Someone in your family get married and you gained some new family members. Is there a family member that you need to forgive 
or to show grace to. I think this is very important. I want to say it again. Is there a family member that you need to forgive or you need to show grace to? So during your time of reflection, as you're thinking about family members and someone comes to mind that you should have forgiven, you should have done it a long time ago. Hey, there's no better dates than today. Make it happen. Forgive that person or just simply show them grace. If you can't forgive them, have mercy on them and have grace for them. You know, as hard as it is, I want us to reflect on who have we lost. You know, what did we learn from that loved one that we can emulate? How can we carry on someone's legacy that's gone, that's a family member? Reflect upon that. Think about that person you love dearly, how they impacted your life, and share how they impacted your life with others and continue, continue their life on through sharing. The next thing I want to talk about is finance. What is your primary source of income? How do you gain money? How do you gain finances? And do you have a secondary source of income, a side hustle? You know, that's what I do. That's what I use this podcast for. And some of the training I do is actually a side hustle to my day job. So what are you doing to improve your finances? How are your investments performing? So if you are gaining finance, if you're gaining revenue, if you're, if you're, if you have a job and you get a paycheck or if you have a business and you're getting funds in, what are you doing with those funds? How are you investing them? And how is that paying off for you? Use the time of reflection to make sure that it's working for you and then it's got the payoff you're expecting. You know, you may need to get a session with a financial advisor to reflect upon your finances. Finances are a very important thing in life. You know, we can't go without saying how important that is and how you need to reflect upon that at a minimum annually, you know, check out it before you pay these taxes and understand how your taxes are going to go and understand what your finances are doing, your investments. Are they doing what you set them out to do? You know, training to improve yourself is another finance. You know, if you don't invest in yourself, why would anyone else? That's a question we ask people that we train is, are you investing in yourself? And, you know, with me, I'm going to back up to the family members my youngest daughter turned 18, so all of my children are adults this year. So I've got to have new considerations from a financial standpoint about how I'm helping them, what I'm doing to help them save, where they're going to invest their time and their money, and encouraging them through finances. So this whole reflection, it's a big puzzle piece that all goes together and fits together. And then friends, what have you done to maintain and improve upon your relationships with your friends, with your acquaintances, hey, with your business partners, what are you doing to improve upon those relationships? Have you shown yourself friendly and made friends? Is there a, also a friend, you know, I asked about that family member that you needed to forgive, but also in friendships in life, you know, we got some long standing friendships and sometimes we need to forgive them as well and we need to show them some grace. So, Take a second, think about who you might should forgive today, who you should show some grace to. Very important. I think when you do that, it's going to relieve the tension that comes with not forgiving people. And there's some great, strong tensions associated with that. And you have the power to relieve that by either forgiving them or just showing them some grace. Ask yourself, did I provide value to others this year? So, if you have these friends, these relationships, 
What have you done to help these other people? Because I've found out in life, when you help others, they will help you. It's just automatic. You can put it on autopilot. When you help other people, they will help you. Now you're going to find the one-offs where someone, you know, just doesn't reciprocate. But for the large part, people are inherently good to reciprocate and help you when you help them. You need to be looking for a place to reflect. So where is a great place for you to spend time reflecting? For me, it's a rocking chair on the front porch, outside listening to the birds, looking at the trees, feeling the breeze blow, and I can just really clear my mind when I'm in that type of a place. And you know, I've learned at some of these Brazilian steakhouses, one of the awesome waiters told me one time that they give you the plantains to clean your palate. And so that you can have the taste, the robust taste from the next meat that was prepared, you wanna clean your palate. The same goes for reflection. You want to take and do some breathing exercises. You want to get in the zone where you can think through what you've done, how you've done it, what's good, what's bad, and how to go forward. So just find that place for you that is a good spot to reflect. You know, sometimes I reflect in the car. I have a lot of trips to clients that are multiple hours, three to four, sometimes five or seven hours that I'm in a vehicle. And I use those times for reflection. I also use them times for self-development. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to books, audio books and training. But the windshield time, I don't let it just go by. I'm either reflecting, learning, or talking or coaching to someone on the phone. It's just those times are times where I have the opportunity and I use it wisely. Be sure to have a pad and a pencil, not only to record your reflective thoughts, but also to write down those things that try to distract you while you are being reflective. You know, every time you sit down and you try to meditate, you try to clear your mind, things are going to pop up that are not part of reflection. And things are going to pop up and try to steal that time from you. So just write those things down, capture them on a piece of paper and forget about them while you're doing this exercise. That'll help you not to be distracted by them and you can deal with them at a later date. Get away from your day-to-day -day business. Find a quiet spot. Make sure you are comfortable and free from distractions. So we just don't want to be distracted while we're, we're taking this intentional time to reflect. We're taking this time to really think through what we have done, what we are doing, and then the next goal is going to be what are we going to do. Hey, if you use a device, a, a phone or a laptop, or any kind of tablet to, to keep these notes instead of an old fashioned notepad like Brian does, then just turn those on to the airplane mode or some way they won't distract you with emails and notices and notifications. Cause again, we don't need those distractions while we are trying to reflect. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by build consulting services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict? reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode. Here's a couple of uh, powerful quotes on reflection, where and how to reflect. Peter Drucker said, follow every action with quiet reflection. 
from the quiet reflection will come even more effective action. So think about that. You've taken an action. Now pause and think about it. You know, the power of the pause is going to be something I'm going to discuss a little later. But when you take an action, don't just assume it had the opposite reaction that you were expecting. Look at it, evaluate it, think about it, and reflect upon it. And take these times to grow and learn. Thomas Edison said, the best thinking has been done in solitude. The worst has been done in turmoil. So again, how important that solitude is. Thomas Edison was a, was a man of great thought. I visited his winter estate down in Fort Myers. I've seen a lot of his inventions, many more than we, we know him popular for. He, he created thousands of inventions, but he had times of solitude to think. And he understood that if you try to do things in turmoil, then that's going to be your worst thinking. You know, it, it, chaos does not, is not the best place for creation. When I go back to thinking about being a reactor or a creator, there's a lot of reaction that happens in chaos and turmoil. And so we need to take those times of solitude and, and, and create from the turmoil. You know, you can learn, again, back to those lessons learned, things we need to do better about after turmoil, sit down, create a plan, have some reflection. What created the turmoil? What can I do better the next time? You know, sometimes when we learn in communication, one word we could have used differently and had a better outcome. So think about that. Just in communication, if you can change one word you use that, that hurts someone or that they didn't understand you and had a bad response, change that one word and you'll communicate better and you'll have better consequences and you'll have better outcomes. And so think about that when you have times of reflections, what communication styles am I using? What words am I using that, you know, infuriate other people? You don't even realize when you're doing it and you go, wow, why did they get so upset? But if you'll back up and reflect upon it, you can find out it was the communication. Schedule time for reflection. This is important. So, so this may be the most important thing we cover in this lesson is scheduling time for reflection. You're going to have to be intentional. It can't be, oh, well, I reflect when I get time to because you're never going to find time to. So be intentional. Set aside time for reflection. It can be a few minutes at the end of the day. It can be a few hours a month or a half day or a full day at the end of the year. You might want to begin slowly and grow into larger time commitments as you learn to reflect intentionally. So again, start off small, use to, but, but be intentional. Don't, don't start off so small that you're only doing it when you find time for it because you're never going to find time for it again. Take the time, make the time, schedule the time. Commit to uninterrupted quality reflection time. Put it on your schedule and keep this commitment to yourself. It's important. I think you'll find it a very valuable tool to utilize that's self-growth and self-improvement, something that a lot of very wealthy, very successful people use is reflection. You will only understand the gift of reflection once you make the time to complete the exercise and reflect. So I wouldn't wait, you know, a week or two before I, if you've never done this before, 
take the time this week to give it a try. Take the time, set aside. Hey, if you only have 20 minutes this week that you can set aside for this, do that. If you've got an hour, that would be even better. But be intentional about it and, and, and make that self-commitment to have the time to do it. Decide how often you will reflect going forward. So after you do this exercise and you understand the value of it, how often am I going to commit to doing it forward? Am I going to do it weekly? Am I going to do it monthly? Am I going to do it annually, quarterly? Whatever you decide, make a commitment to yourself and put it in your calendar. Experience and thoughtful reflection sharpens your intuition. So not just the experience. You know, a lot of people talk about age being wisdom. If that was true, all of our elderly people would be wise. And I submit to you, not everyone you know that is elderly is wise. So it's not only age that makes us wise, but it's this careful, thoughtful reflection and reaction and response. Do it different and learning from our mistakes. You know, I said earlier about the power of the pause. And I, and I learned this by reading Stephen Covey's book. Between stimulus and response, we have the freedom to pause and choose our response. So think about that. You get stimulated by something, and if you're too quick to react, you may respond with something that's not beneficial to you and not beneficial to others. So take your time, reflect, pause, think about it, and then make your response. You're going to make a lot better response when you do it that way. Use your calendar appointments from last year to see what you scheduled last year and what is important to you. So this month, I sat down and did this exercise myself. And as I look back on 2020, here's just a few samples from my schedule. I picked out a few months I'm going to share with you. In February, I attended the SCORE Southeastern Construction Owners and Associates Roundtable. This is a conference was in Jupiter, Florida, and we had many uh, productive sessions. We learned from each other, the professionals of our industry in the construction and industrial project industry. We meet three times a year. So this was just one of the times that we reflected, you know, Jupiter Beach was beautiful. And it's another time that I set aside to get away and share with others. We always enjoy from hearing the guest speakers that are set up by SCORE and those people help me to reflect and write down ideas and do things. So, you know, finding out ways to improve your industry, joining associations, that's a, a great way to get involved. And that's something I'm reflecting on that, that I enjoy. You know, in March, I had the awesome privilege and opportunity to be part of a of ACE mentor group. We've been doing this for about seven years now but we held our banquet in March right before our state went on lockdown. So we were very fortunate that we, we were able to have our, our end of the year banquet and, and recognize these wonderful students. We gave out $20,000 in scholarships. And, and that was for this year, combined of the all seven years, we've now totaled $100,000 in scholarships. We've helped countless students enter the architectural construction and engineering industries and that is one of the things that I reflect upon that I really enjoy. Also in March, I published my first book. I became an author. I wrote a book about piloting. Uh, you know, about three years ago, I got my pilot's license. And I wrote a book about that experience to share with others. The, the name of the book is called The 100-Hour Pilot. 
And so in March, I was able to put that book up on Amazon for sale to the public, to the world. And so that was something great to reflect upon. It's inspired me to write other books I want to write. I've got another two other titles I'm working on and brain dumping on, and you'll see them come out soon. So just that's one of those things that I, I enjoyed reflecting upon. You know, in June, I attended Joe Peachy Sales Boot Camp in Orlando. Joe is Global Guru's number one sales coach. I thoroughly enjoyed the real play. That's what Joe calls it. He has you sit down, everybody in the room, there's, there's 20 attendees, and everybody's working on cold sales calls. You know, 99% of people hate cold sales calls. Joe makes you go through the exercise and learn how to do a better job of it. And I thoroughly enjoyed his training. There's some definitely things I'm reflecting upon about that training that I want to use going forward. You know what? In August, I passed my general contractor's license in South Carolina. I already had them in Florida, Georgia, and Alabama. So that's helping me grow my business in the Southeast. And so that's something that I did in August that I will be able to do work in the Palmetto State. Who doesn't love the Palmetto State? You know, Charleston, I love to visit that area. And now I'm able to work there with a license. Here we are in November. The, you know, as you listen to this podcast, as you listen to this training, this was recorded the last day of November. I made sales calls in Georgia in November. I was able to go visit some clients, some previous clients and some new clients and, and gain some sales training. I, I use some of that training I learned back in June to, to make these sales calls and, and set these appointments up. Been a very difficult time, a difficult year to get those kind of appointments, but we were able to do that through the training and through our experience. And so when I'm reflecting on that, I, I enjoyed that first part of November. I also got to take my son's hunting, a friend of mine, Brad Stidham, he uh, allowed me to go to his place and we went hunting. We didn't see anything, but we had a really good time with each other. You, you got to enjoy the environment. And you got to enjoy that times of solitude in a, in a tree stand. Man, that's a, a great place to reflect on life. Also, just a few days ago, I got to fly in a biplane, a Stearman biplane that was used in World War II to train pilots. That was an experience on my bucket list, and I was able to do that. So that's what I have reflected upon as I go back and look at 2020. And I wanna encourage you to do the same thing. Pull out your calendar and see what you did throughout the year. That's just the starting point. There's things that probably didn't make your calendar that are important to you that you need to reflect upon. As I'm looking through that, I wanna look back through and see how did I do with my faith in this reflection? How did I do with my family in this reflection? What have I done with my finance? And how am I doing with my friends? So those four areas that I personally want to reflect upon, you may find other things that you want to reflect upon. Hey, this isn't a trademark thing. You can do what you would like with it, but I do want you to commit the time and commit the effort to reflection. It's a very important tool. It's used by many. You can use it to develop yourself and develop others, develop your team. What we talk about here at the Build Your Success podcast is growing yourself and growing others. So just as kind of a follow-up here, what are you doing well? Lessons learned. Where can you improve? How are you doing with your family? How are you doing with your friends? How are you doing in faith? You want to lead a creative life and not a reactive life. Yes, there's going to be things in life that come your way that you have to react to. I'm, I'm not denying that. 
but more than often you could have created a better outcome. You know what? Everything doesn't have to be an emergency. You can make things planned in your life and, and not just react to life. I really enjoy reflection. It's, it's been a great point for me. It's been something that, that I've learned to do and enjoy doing. And yes, there's some things that I don't like to reflect upon. Hey, there's some things in life that just are hard. I like to say life is hard and yet we make it harder. And so what I'm trying to encourage you to do through reflection is make life better, make life better for you and better for others. I want to thank you for listening to the Build Your Success podcast today. Remember to build yourself and then build others. Thank you. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.